Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts with information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 201, and it will be about contractors are confused about bookkeeping. Many of you may begin with the thought, I'm just a contractor. I don't want to be a business owner. I just want to do the work. Well, that is what's important. Yes, doing the work is important. But keeping track of your hard cost, your soft cost, your direct cost of goods sold, your indirect cost of goods sold, and your general expenses and overhead, that is the difference between making a profit or having a loss. See, contractors who ignore the cost do not make them go away. So let me restate that. Ignoring the cost do not make them go away. It just avoids putting them on the tax return. Any missed expenses will make your profit on the job look higher than it really is and cause you to pay more income taxes because all net profit is taxable. And for some of you contractor folks um, are in different states and municipalities, if you are paying sales tax, you're going to pay more taxes in general there too. In some cases, there's business and occupation taxes, there's all kinds of taxes. Uh, depending on your at, I know for a fact it's between um, 26 and up to almost 100 different taxes. So, ignoring the cost, like I said, does not put, make them go away. It just causes you to pay more income taxes. And unfortunately, it inflates, it gives you a false sense of security because you think you're making money when you're really not. Let me give you a quick randalism. Cash is a fact, profit is an opinion. Now, all businesses need to keep track of their company expenses, not just contractors. You need to keep track of the, the labor, the material, the other costs like permits and cell phones and that sort of thing, fuel, and subcontractors, and a whole lot more. What we see is that contractors usually go from one extreme, doing nothing, to the other, trying to count every beam, nail, paper clip, scrap, a 2x4, and everything else going through the job. Or they're, they're accounting. And that's actually called, there's a word for that, it's called activity-based cost accounting. It's really effective once your business gets into the multi-billion dollar a year um, annual sales. But not necessarily in the millions. In the billions, yes. For contractors, the balance lies somewhere in the middle between the count, trying to count every beam and paper clip and nail and not counting anything. One thing I want to point out briefly Labor is the biggest cost you will face. As an owner-operator, you're entitled to the same wages your construction company would pay for having another construction worker on your payroll. Otherwise, let me ask you a question. Why, why not go to work for somebody else? So, simple as that. Let's move forward. We find that contractors do one of several options. The most favorite option, most popular, and the one that's guaranteed to run you out of business pretty quick is no bookkeeping system. 
one checking account, which is a mix of business and personal expenses, multiple credit cards, which are a mix of business and personal expenses, no formal invoices to customers, give verbal amounts to customers to pay, maybe send them an email, no change orders, and no collecting for change orders. Have the customer make payments out to you instead of your company. Part of the time, deposit the check in the checking account. Part of the time, just cash the check. In some cases, most of the time, cash the check and randomly put money into the bank or into what I refer to as HIP National Bank, also known as your wallet. Ignore the government until you are forced to respond and that can get extremely expensive. Um, I've done some calculations in other blogs and different podcasts where I, I discuss the cost of not paying taxes and depending on what it is, it can be between 150 to 380% annual interest rate. Now, I think any credit card would be less than that. So, contractors ignore the government until they're forced to respond. They, they pay dearly. Please don't do that. I'll give you another quick randomism, and it's not a randomism. It's, uh, it was in a book that was written uh, a long time ago, and the speaker said, I quote, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. And then let Caesar, or in this case, the government, give to the government what belongs to the government, and whether they do right or wrong with it, don't worry about it. They'll get the answer for it later. I just don't want you between them and who they're going to answer to. That's going to be a tough conversation. Um, don't you ever near that one. The other thing that uh, the no bookkeeping system contractors do is they throw away all the receipts, deposit slips, banking credit card statements. It's sort of like the little kid hiding their eyes and saying, I can't see you, so you can't see me. Um, the government can see everything. I hate to tell you that, but they do. And in emergency, they toss everything they can find into a file box, all receipts, business, personal, they take the file box, unsorted, with everything to the tax accountant. Then they drop and run, thinking, now it's the tax accountant's problem. Well, I've got news for you. Messy records mean you will pay a lot more income tax. It's really quite simple. Understand the, the law of business. Tax accountants and tax repairs get paid to prepare income tax returns. They do not get paid to straighten out your mess. So they don't. What we see happening more often than not is they'll just go through your bank statements and take all the income and guess what? All the deposits you've made and guess what? That's income. Doesn't matter if it's a return or you've got a refund. Nope. They take all the deposits and they call it income. You need to take a few random um, easy to find amounts and that's your expenses. So you could have a wonderful profit and loss and it show you making a lot of profit. You pay a lot of income tax, they're happy, you're stunned, they move on. Just know, tax accountants do not get paid to clean up accounting. They get paid to fill out forms and they make about 10 times more filling out a form than they do in bookkeeping. That's what we're here for. We strictly do bookkeeping. We don't do annual tax returns. 
We prepare payroll, payroll tax reports, quarterly tax returns, sales tax returns, all kinds of stuff. But we do not prepare income tax returns. And I suggest very strongly, um, take a page out of President Reagan in the 1980s. Trust but verify. Make sure you have the person that's doing the bookkeeping it's not the same person doing the tax return. Um, let them check and balance each other out. Enough said. That's the words of the wise. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know for a fact that you're wise. Next option. Limited bookkeeping system. Contractors are trying to do their own bookkeeping. may start with pile receipts and maybe some invoices. They'll use one checking account, which is a mix of business and personal expenses. They use multiple credit cards again, which are a mix of business and personal expenses. And be really careful about mixing business and personal expenses because if you put personal expenses and try to deduct that out of your business and it's not correct, and if you're ever audited, trust me, you're going to pay the tax and the penalties and the interest, and it's going to be horrendous. If you ca- and they, they catch yourself uh, in this situation in the bookkeeping system, they, they catch themselves from throwing away all the receipts, deposits, looks, bank, and credit card statements. When they remember, they toss everything they can find into a file box, all receipts, business, personal, junk mail, everything else. They randomly look for missing bank and credit card statements and add them to the box. Then they create, they create a written proposal, send the customer an email in story form, whether or not to pay. They still give verbal amounts to the customers to pay. They don't track change orders because it's not a big deal. Look, I just need, the customer says, hey, the four important words, while it's open anyway, since we're already here, can you do this one thing for me? Well, you know what? That's profit. If you take an hour of your time and $20 of material to do a little change, you need to know that that's costing you. That's profit. Don't give anything for free. Um, If you don't think that makes sense, there's something that you could do. I hope you never, ever do it in your entire life, but I'll give you a quick example. Um, My family shops at Safeway and Albertsons quite a bit. It's just a grocery chain here in the West Coast. Now, I know that over the years, we have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars at the grocery store. And yet, I know that if I walk in the grocery store and get a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread and try to walk out with it and say, hey, it's a little thing. I've given you hundreds of thousands of dollars. I suspect they'll frown on that and I'll get a free ride in a cop car and it will end badly. And I'll pay a lot more than that gallon of milk and a loaf of bread's worth. So if Safeway gets paid for everything that, okay, obviously people don't shoplift, and I'm not a shoplifter, I'm sure you're not, but if Safeway gets paid for everything, that's how they make money. It's how grocery stores make money. So you need to do the same thing. Enough said on that matter. I just can't say it. I really can't say enough about change orders. I've done a lot of discussion on that. Okay. So, in a limited bookkeeping system, most contractors do not have a formal invoice and they have the customer payments made out to either themselves or the company based on the customer wants. Be surprised if you're in a location that you collect sales tax, how many customers will say, I'll just give you cash and that way you don't, I don't have to pay sales tax. And if you do that, just prepare 
the next thing they're going to do is say, hey, I want a receipt. <laughs> yeah, that can end very badly. Um, usually they deposit the customer's check in the bank or maybe put it into the HIP National Bank, your wallet. Again, in this case, those contractors will ignore the government until they're forced to respond and it gets very expensive. They take the magic file box, unsorted, complete with junk mail, which may have all statements and tax to the tax accountant, they drop and run. Thinking is the tax accountant's problem now. Again, I restate, messy records mean you will pay a lot more in income tax because tax accountants are not going to go through and clean up all your bookkeeping for you. That's not what they do. They get paid to fill out forms and not do bookkeeping. It's the reverse. We get paid to do bookkeeping. We don't fill out tax forms other than the quarterly reports and payroll reports and that sort of thing. Now this, this process can go on for years until the contractor is willing to make a change. Even a slight one. But can, until they do, nothing changes. And no one can make a contractor like to do paperwork because it's not a natural skill set. Who among you wants to spend your time being a desk jockey? You, you're not. If you're a contractor, you're typically not a desk jockey. So the question is how to make the paperwork easier, simpler, and at least tolerable for you, the contractor, to do before getting back to the fun stuff like building something, taking something apart, and fixing something. Well, let me try to explain this in a way that your spouse would understand. And I'm going to be, you know, forgive my in, in, impertinence here, but in, in a lot of cases, it's it's the guy who's the contractor and the wife who's the spouse. There are a lot of situations where I've seen where the wives are contractors and their husband are doing something else. So I'm just going to say to explain the way your spouse understand the contractors clean house. And that means they tear out walls, floors, roofs, and fill a dumpster. That's what it means when a contractor cleans house. Contractors rearrange furniture. They remove, remodel, and replace walls, floors, ceilings. Contractors buy new stuff. Sheetrock, cabinets, light fixtures, plumbing fixtures, faucets, carpet, wire, um, paint, you name it. Contractors install stuff. So they secure things to the walls, floors, and ceilings so it doesn't move, hopefully. Now to explain it in a way that you'd understand what your spouse is up to, spouses typically move and rearrange furniture as part of the process of cleaning the floors, baseboards, edge to edge. Once the furniture has been moved and cleaned behind, it is easier to leave the furniture in a new location and move it back to the original location. This process is called spring, fall, summer, winter cleaning. The contractor just knows his stack of papers got moved, his desk, chair, sofa, remote, dresser, clothes moved, and he is clueless why, let alone where. It was all perfectly exactly where he left it, now everything is lost into some kind of a vortex, never to be found. And it could be it's only two feet away. Um, I myself have been guilty this many times, and fortunately I've been uh, married for over 40 years, and when Sherry moves things, uh, it can be two feet away, and I'm just lost. I've had a lot of years in construction too, <laughs> so that's part of the reason there. Okay, 
Unlike the contractors who have laborers to help with the heavy work, most wives have helpers who stand just under four feet tall, one cookie and a cart on a cartoon break often. By the time they're over five feet tall, they're all their friends, and anytime there is a hint, I mean just a hint, the vacuum cleaner might be calling their name, they disappear. On a serious note, many kids are great helpers and learn about the business and are on the job site, working in the office and helping the home. Our kids did. Because for contractors, the number one job on the to-do list are endless. Now there's a third option. Contractors bookkeeping is easy and anyone can do it. So the first step is the contractor tries to do it all. Then the contractor works on making his best sale to the spouse or the girlfriend or the neighborhood kid. The contractor works on his best drop-down sale, mother, as a favor. The contractor works on having a friend or friends of spouse and girlfriends do the bookkeeping as a favor. The contractor has exhausted everyone on the list above and hired a friend of a friend as a 1099 contractor. Or the contractor hires a friend who took an accounting class once and hires them as a 1099 contractor. The contractor hires someone who had has office experience and is willing to try to do the bookkeeping. The contractor hires someone who did bookkeeping using other software in another field entirely. The contractor hires someone who used QuickBooks, seen it, smelled it, almost stepped in it, and has heard about it, and therefore should be able to do their bookkeeping. The contractor hires a bookkeeper who is willing to make all the decisions, get access to the checking account, credit card account, pay all the bills, and treat it as if it was their business. And those are the ones who imply to the outsiders that they are the owner. And they'll imply it to the customers, vendors, suppliers, and their employees. And there's a whole section about this, which it leads to, um, I hate to say that, but it does lead to embezzlement, a big problem. I've written extensively about that and lots of podcasts. We see a lot of uh, contractor embezzlement taking place. The last option sounds like a dream come true until it shifts to the, quote, nightmare of the bad bookkeeper, unquote. So what happens here is the contractor hires a, a trained, so-called professional bookkeeper, which really is a bad bookkeeper. I'm going to give you a few of the traits of the bad bookkeeper. And this is from over, well, more than you need to know, but I've been in this for a long time. I'll put it this way. Um, my first degree was in accounting in 1976, and I started using QuickBooks in uh, about 1991. So I've used QuickBooks since the very first version. And I have seen a lot of bad bookkeepers. I've seen a lot of good bookkeepers. But it's the bad eggs that you remember, not the good ones. So here's the traits of a bad bookkeeper. If your bookkeeper has any of these traits, you need to um, divest yourself of them. You need to fire them. You need to have them move on down the highway. You need to say, bye-bye. They train the contractor like an organ grinder trains a monkey. You know how an organ grinder trains a monkey? Every time the monkey gives the organ grinder any problems, the monkey gets pain. So if your bookkeeper is giving you pain, they're training you like an organ grinder trains a monkey. 
They refuse to invest time and money in continuing education because they know everything. They are passive-aggressive and will study you and your staff to learn how to manipulate everyone. They are masters at gaining power over you, your staff, and new employees and outside suppliers. They hate change and will fight tooth and nail to stop it. And if they can't, they will destroy your company. They know good and well that you are the one responsible for taxes, fines, penalties, and interest. So this is really get even. Yeah. Gee, didn't I file that tax return? Gee, didn't I pay that tax penalty? I'm really sorry. It, it happens. They're going to get even. They know how to increase your quarterly tax return cost. They know that bookkeeping is 90% repetitive transactions and 10% complex transactions. And the complex transactions is the one that costs you the most. See, there's an old saying, it's not the little, it's not the big leaks and the big gashes that sink the ship. More often than not, it's the little leaks that sink the big ship. Just generally speaking. They don't know what to do with complex transactions, so they put them where they feel like. They have side jobs working for their companies or an entire bookkeeping business on the side. They decide how much integrity, if any, your company has, and they tell everyone who will listen. They create a miserable work environment causing turnover in your staff, which costs you money. They make your customers and clients feel unwelcome, unappreciated, which costs you money. They act as if they're serving time in jail and do the minimum required to keep their job. They say things to suggest business is bad, businesses like yours are bad, and construction company owners are the worst. They are jealous of your success, and even more so if they have ever failed in a construction business. Watch out for those folks. They don't learn anything new. Why should they? Nobody's reviewing the QuickBooks. They never learn anything new unless the company pays for the training and it's on the clock. Very often they quit when the tax return is being prepared because QuickBooks is a mess and they've been caught. They'll come in a little late every morning and leave a little early to make up for it. They'll bait you with drama, nasty comments, and minor actions to find your tolerance limit. They get even with you for every perceived injustice against themselves and society as a whole. They keep you busy with lots of mindless crap to divert attention from why the books are a mess. They let you think that you're in control of the bookkeeping and the bookkeeper until it's too late. They make you think they're looking out for the best interest of your company. And every time I hear that, I just howl laughing out loud. They let the work expand to fill whatever time that you're willing to pay them to get it done. When they quit or get fired, expect to hear these words or something close to them. Quote, chaos, panic, and disorder. My work here is done. Unquote. They come indispensable in order to take time off whenever they please and hold you hostage. They negotiate for additional perks, benefits, changes, and elimination of personal accountability. They network for a better job with your clients, suppliers, vendors, and your competitors. And that's huge. Um, I, I can't tell you what a problem it is. A lot of contractors. Their bookkeeper is telling their competitors everything they're doing. They represent themselves to the outsiders as the owner or manager with decision-making authority. They text, message, email, surf the web, chat on the phone, 
and socialize on company time. They will train you to lead them along by getting upset or angry whenever you want anything. They work hard at causing just enough chaos so owner does not earn more than the bookkeeper. Let me say that again. I've seen this happen over and over and over. They work hard at causing just enough chaos so that you, the contractor, do not earn more than the bookkeeper. When your business fails, they tell everyone you were incompetent and they saw it coming. They live in a chaotic, neurotic, psychotic, selfish, disorganized, blame game environment. Most of them work through lunch and leave earlier in the day. In other words, they're at the office for seven hours, get paid for eight. I have a question for you. What happens when the person in control of QuickBooks is unhappy with you? And anybody who's been in the military knows the answer. The same thing that happens when the person who cooks your food is unhappy with you. Never, ever, ever make the cook, the person that cooks your food, angry. It will not end well. I hope that's uh, a word that wise. Now see, all this seems like an old banner to contractors who have been in business for a long time. But please remember how it was when you're in your first year in business. Did, did you find some neighbors were easy to work with, nicer to get jobs? You were in that first job? Was it profitable? What was the learning curve about bidding? You see, contractors need a working knowledge of business to become successful. And one of the first questions, this is a real basic question, but it's important. What is income? We get a lot of contractors asking this question. What is income? Well, if money in is not clearly defined in an accounting system, then the government agencies and your tax preparers will consider all money received in the bank as income. No big deal, right? Money out? Eh, it's just a few taxes between city, state, and federal based on gross sales and net income. So let me describe to you what money in is all about. You do an estimate, you get a job deposit. That's money in. You send an invoice, you get customer payments. You take a loan, either from yourself or at a bank. You get refunds, vendor refunds. You get rebates, vendor rebates. If you're not classifying things correctly, all that becomes income. What really is income? Only one of those things is income. Customer payments for work that got done. The rest of it isn't. I've seen a lot of contractors paying out horrendous amounts of money. I know one in particular was kind of unusual. He's a handyman here in the Washington State area. One of the nicest people, you'll, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Just a real, real neat fellow. I really like him. And and his his family are just neat, neat people. Um, he came to us because the year before he came to us, his tax preparer said he made over a hundred thousand dollars and he owed something in the neighborhood of about fifty to sixty thousand dollars in taxes he was distraught because guess what his income was in sales for the previous year just over a hundred thousand he had no receipts he had no expenses he didn't know about expenses and so the tax preparer prepared the taxes on his gross income and said that was his net income. Um, we helped fix it and his, he went to a new tax preparer and got it down um, substantial. 
we'll just call it that. It was down very substantial. Okay, but that's what it is. So you need to understand what is income and what's money in, and the two are not the same. Tracking receipts. All labor material, overhead, and subcontract receipts need to go into an accounting software. Now please note, one giant single entry for multiple receipts, it was called the journal journal, is not proper accounting. It's quick and easy for the bookkeeper, but if it does not match the payment from the bank to the credit card company, then you've got a problem. This is the true example of garbage in, garbage out. And if your bookkeeper is doing a whole bunch of journal entries, then you have an old dinosaur bookkeeper that was taught this is the way you do things. And I'll fess up. I was taught in the 70s that everything was done by journal entries and subledgers, and we didn't have computers. It was all manual. You know, I learned on the pegboard system with, with pen and paper and these huge ledgers. So now everything is uh, technology. So as the contractor, it's understandable to take shortcuts and get the job done. But hiring an in-house bookkeeper or an accountant who takes shortcuts, that's not a good idea. It's not a good excuse. It's just going to cost you money. Now, the same goes for expecting someone who knows nothing about bookkeeping to get it right. You're overpaying for the task at hand because in the future, you're paying to have someone do it over. Tax accounts are too busy to chase after you and nag for missing, missing deductions, so they don't. In your zeal to get good job costing reports, please don't overdo it. There's a balance between making paper airplanes and flying receipts near the magic box and trying to get so detailed in your bookkeeping system it becomes an overwhelming task. It is unreasonable to expect your office manager or bookkeeper to enter each material receipt into the accounting software line by line, coded to perfection, without any direction from you. Bless your hearts. Contractors, we love y'all. What should a contractor use in QuickBooks? Well, looking at the homepage in QuickBooks, some contractors feel they must use every part of QuickBooks to be sure to get their money's worth. I'd like you to think about a picture puzzle. And a small child starts out with a 25-piece puzzle. And then moves to larger puzzles, more pieces. They do not start out with a 2,000-piece puzzle. What you need in QuickBooks depends on what you do and how you do it. The object is to pick up the basic, pick the basic parts of the software and make it work well for your company. QuickBooks is designed for the most basic user with limited accounting skills, and they can use it as a checkbook. QuickBooks is set up with an easy step interview designed to help contractor get a feel of the software. And if you're only going to use the use QuickBooks as an electronic checkbook, then this might very basic setup might be all you need. It's not going to serve you well in the end, but it will be fine for now. But for proper job costing, you will need a little bit more than the basics. QuickBooks is designed for customized setups and to be able to function well from someone doing professional services, handyman, trade contractors, general contractors, commercial TI contractors, custom home and spec builders, and developers. Now, we have an entire set of templates that you can, you can buy the template from us and do it yourself. You can have us use the template and set it up and it's ready to rock and roll. Because you see at Fast Easy Accounting, we welcome brand new contractors, established contractors, 
home builders, commercial tenant improvement contractors, remodel contractors, trade contractors, weekend warrior contractors, handyman contractors, restarting contractors. We welcome contractors that tried the no bookkeeping option. We welcome contractors that tried the basic bookkeeping option. We welcome contractors that tried the bookkeeping is easy option and anybody can do it. We welcome all contractors. Yeah, I should be specific. All across USA, including Alaska and Hawaii. Uh, we are not global, we're just national. We only work in the USA. So, do you need a little help or a lot of help? There is no right or wrong solutions, only what works best for you and your situation. If you are a do-it-yourself contractor, but you don't want to be by yourself, we offer a complete line of contractor-assisted do-it-yourself QuickBooks setup templates, chart of accounts, whole bunch of stuff. And you can find that at www.fasteasyaccountingstore.com. You can go there, browse through. You can you can find every combination of chart of accounts, of item lists and the exact um, templates, QuickBooks templates that we use. And you can just buy it and do it yourself. It could save you a few bucks. And the digital products at fasteasyaccountingstore.com, those are available worldwide. So, where in the world you are, if you use QuickBooks, you can buy the product, download it, and use it. Um, I should put a quick caveat. We, we do block certain countries that are not friendly for a variety of reasons, and it's there's a list of those countries on the uh, Department of State website. So, we only sell to countries that we're allowed to um, figure it out, and that's most of the countries in the, in the world. So, there's more digital products and service professional services are, are added regularly. If you do want something you don't see, just send us a request for it to be added. We'll review it, and more often than not, we will add it. So sometimes people ask us the question, what can Fast Easy Kind do for me as a contractor? Well, we do offer outsourced construction and contractors bookkeeping construction accounting services. We can do it all. We can set up a new company or a fresh start. We can set up your QuickBooks file. If you have an existing company, we can set up and clean up your QuickBooks file. We can set it up, clean up, and return it to you for your in-house bookkeeping solution. We offer training to your in-house bookkeeper or yourself. And we also offer a one-hour free consultation. Simple as that. So, quite a lot to it. Well, the short answer is yes, we can help. And I invite you to keep in touch. I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services to us is more than about just doing the bookkeeping. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor and as a person. We understand the good, the bad, and the ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them. And we certainly care about you and your construction company. So I have for now. Please be honored, rate, comment, rate the podcast on whatever you're listening to this on. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. Tell us you see it because your feedback is crucial and I think in advance. It is our firm belief here at Fast Easy County that contractors like you deserve to be wealthy because you bring values to people's lives. This is one more example of how Fast Easy County is helping construction company owners all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, 
put money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. Construction accounting is not rocket science. It's a lot harder than that and a lot more valuable to people like you. So please stop missing out. If you would like to learn what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA. And please feel free to call Sherry at 206-361-3950 or you can email her S-H-A-R-I-E at fasteasyaccounting.com and schedule your no-charge one-hour consultation. Private contractors and construction company owners have no limit the value of outsourced bookkeeping services and contractor coaching services like ours for a very long time and now you know about it too. By the way, if you're thinking about outsourcing your contractors bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation and you can find that at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash hs thank you very much hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services bye for now to our next episode here in the contractor success map podcast where we remove contractors unique paperwork frustrations and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process dependent cash cow bye for now thanks for tuning in you're listening to the contractor success map if you enjoyed the show please leave a five-star rating and review here on itunes and make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers if you'd like to discuss your business strategy simply click on the button labeled strategy session And the best part, it's all free, just for you.